Welcome to First Cup. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Now, I'm running late today. It's 6.30, so that doesn't seem late to you, most of you. 6.30 Eastern time in here in the U.S. But I'm already 30 minutes behind. I was supposed to do this show at 6 today. Um, not because there's any fixed time, but just... My day is insane. It's insane. I don't... I don't like it. I don't like how crazy this day is. Alright, hold on, here we go. Hold on. Take a breath. That's good. Alright, so here's what's going on. Um, I'm busy. Really busy. There's a lot going on. And I struggle to say no to things. I struggle to let different elements go in my life. So, for example, a friend of mine said, hey, I'm near you. Let's have lunch. Awesome. Let's have lunch. And then somebody who works at a professional agency that is helping us financially said, we should meet. And I said, okay. And so now the, between travel and everything, the three hours, four hours I had in the middle of the day to get work done, it's gone. It's important stuff. It's good stuff. It's, it's friendships and it's growing the business. But there's still stuff that has to go on behind the scenes. There's still things that I'm trying to do to make things more efficient, to reduce expenses, to increase revenue. It's all, it's all there. And it's got to happen at some point. Now, I don't know about you, but I schedule everything, everything with my Google Calendar. Plan out how long something's going to take, I put it on my calendar, and then it's there. And if I don't get to it today, I try to get to it tomorrow, so I slide it over a day in my calendar. Which inevitably means that there's a lot more in a day than an actual work day. So I got up at 5.30. Because I needed to shave, because I had been neglecting that. And I decided I was going to shave my head. Well, you can see that that didn't happen. I was going to trim my facial hair. Because I like it better when it's neatened up. That also did not happen. Cut my fingernails. Because those are rugged. Good morning, Laura. So I breathe. So why am I bringing this up? I'm not bringing it up because I'm looking for sympathy. Actually, that's a complete lie. I'm looking for a little bit of sympathy. <laughs> um, feeling a little bit of a woe is me this morning. But the heart of it, why am I bringing this up? This is the hardest thing I've ever done. And I started another business. But it's different. For, it, it's harder for different reasons. And, and maybe I'm doing... 20-something-year-old me in injustice to say that this is harder. Maybe it's not harder. Maybe I just forgot. Maybe I just forgot what it was like to do this. At 39, I'm not capable of doing consecutive all-nighters or, you know, hammering down on a week with four hours sleep a night. You know, I just, I can't do it anymore. Um, I mean, no, that's, that's also a lie. I could do it. 
I could do it if I felt it would change things. I don't think it's going to change things. What I'm bringing this up for, this is a very long-winded way to get to... I'm trying to get better at saying no. I've already established that 2019 is the year of Jeremy. It's the year I turn 40. It's the year that I want to take my life back and make sure that it is as much of what I want it to be as possible. There are a lot of things that I do that I pretend are for Whistlekick and they're for me. There are a lot of things I pretend are for me and they're for Whistlekick. Honestly, it's probably more the latter. I love going to events. But I wasn't going to those events before Whistlekick. I knew they were there. I love teaching at everyone's schools. I love traveling around. I love building those friendships and those relationships. As a martial artist, those make me so happy. I just... I... But when I look at my calendar to find a time to hang out with friends, and it's seven weeks away, People stop asking you to hang out when you can't hang out for two months. And that makes me sad. So that's where I'm trying to shift. I already put out the word that, you know what? No whistle kick booth next year. That made some people sad, made some people confused. But as I explained it to them, as I explained that between 2015 and 2016, I did a hundred events, sorry, 50 events. It's one every other weekend for two years. And it was great. It, it did what it needed to do for the business and I'm happy that I did it, but it's not sustainable. It's not financially viable. Most of those events were at a loss. By the time you factor in travel and hotel and the cost of what I'm selling, not to mention my time, even valuing my time at zero. Those, most of those events were at a loss, but I built relationships and friendships and, you know, a lot of this was catalyzed this weekend. So I was in Southern Vermont hanging out with some friends who I know through martial arts. And it was a birthday party Saturday night and we were up late, so I stayed over because it was a two hour drive back. And I spent most of the day with them on Sunday. And it was the happiest I'd been in a long time. And it helped contrast what I had been doing. So how do I say no? How do I turn these things down? How do I look at my calendar and say, this is not worth doing? I've got a lot of different ways. My most nerdy way, I'll share it with you. I build a formula, an algorithm based around what is the expected output? Does somebody need it? Do I need it? What happens if I don't do it? Sometimes that works. I'm often so focused on the, the minutia of what goes on in my life, in my job, that I have a hard time taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture. I had a meeting with one of my advisors, mentors, whatever you want to call them, yesterday. And I was very aware that the advice he was offering was from that kind of bigger macro perspective. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. 
conceptually, logically, I saw what he was saying. I could not put myself in that place. The saying, you can't see the forest for the trees. That was me. That is me quite often. One of the reasons I started this show was to keep myself accountable. I do better when I'm talking things out, but of course I'm not gonna take 10 minutes to talk things out to myself if nobody's gonna listen or watch. So once I'm done here, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look at my calendar and I'm gonna look at the next two weeks and say, what can I not do? What is not most important? Because you know what? It's not if something is worthwhile, it's is it worth losing sleep? Is it worth not going to the gym, not going to class, not spending time with friends, not being outside? Summer's like three weeks long in Vermont and I've been spending most of it in, actually that's not true. <laughs> that was Sunday. Um, oops, oh well. I have, I have the tan, wow. I don't, you can't even tell on camera. That's the darkest my arm has been in like three years. It's okay. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go find things to say no to. I'm gonna go cross stuff off my calendar. I'm gonna delete it. I'm gonna forget about it. Or worst case, I'm gonna pull it off my calendar and put it on my idea list. I've got a list of ideas. It's several hundred things long. And so my advice to you is look for ways to free up your life into what is most important to you by saying no and recognizing that no one is going to care about you more than you. So if you're expecting them to be the ones that help you say no, that tell you not to do something, it's not gonna happen. And I can't show you, but there is a floor. Right, until next time, peace.